0: Started now, but um, I'll edit all this part out. because okay. This is what I'm doing now. So, me think I might gonna do this. My first one without Courtney today. <laughs> uh, we've been lucky. We've been had to do them all together, so we haven't had like so many people that we've had to like split, split. and do separate yeah. ones. So we're fortunate on that one, but I just edit all the time now. So, <laughs> so I have guests today. I don't have Courtney with me right now, but I have returning guests from last year at Ayana Call. I have Stephanie D'Astasio and Lauren McCauley from the South Carolina Department of Education. Welcome.
1: Thank you. Thanks, thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us back.
0: So last year when we spoke, we talked about how you were just starting mm-hmm. and you, were, you had all these aspirations and things that you're going to do for the year. So we know that after a year or so, things kind of set into reality. So we want to know, like, what, what have you done and what are, what are your plans for the future? So what, what are the updates?
2: Yeah so we are really um, kind of living our dream right now um, I would say we're, we're really excited in South Carolina to see that um, the, the way that things are progressing in the state uh, is that because we have an opt-in model for our professional development for working with schools and districts who want to move to a personalized competency-based system um, what we're seeing is excitement across the state um, for that and so you know in a really basic sense we are a little over a year old um, and at this point we have a hundred schools and districts, um, or hundred schools, I'm sorry, a hundred schools in our network who are, who are working to build a personalized and competency-based um, system and we also have in our instructional coaching network close to a hundred uh, coaches from across the state who are coming together um, and working and then lots of other exciting things happening happening for sure but I think the, the numbers for us are really exciting that that we definitely are seeing that grow Um, Even now, each, each week, each month, people from other schools hear about it. Um, so, we know the communication strategies are starting to work because we're, we're now getting contact about, okay, how do I get into this network? What do we need to do? I'm hearing this is really good stuff. Cool. And so, it's a great problem to have that we're always trying to, to kind of um, scatter and say, okay, how do we bring more pe- How do we make um, more time, you know, more of ourselves to be all yeah. around the state doing different things?
1: I think one of the most telling uh, pieces about our, our PD and how it's grown is we had planned our series of professional developments for the year and our we didn't want to tell anyone no and as we were getting closer to the start date the numbers started to grow and grow and grow so the week before we launched our first pd for this year um, we had to add a third cohort oh, wow. uh, so it's, it's a very good problem to have uh, that, that there was such excitement and um, interest in, in participating in, in what we were doing so we're, we're excited to see the momentum
2: right so we moved from a statewide model where we last year um, could bring everybody together four times throughout the year and then with some virtual support to mm-hmm. so this year we had to move to a reg- regional models where we pull people together by regions and still do that virtual support piece.
0: So are the number of schools that you have more than, clearly more than you had thought?
2: I, I think more than we thought it for year two for sure. Right. Yes.
0: So what are your, what are your plans going forward to, to uh, capacity wise really? How are you going to be able to support all of these schools since you, you seem to have a lot of momentum which mm-hmm. is outstanding. Yeah. So how? What are your What are your plans to to build up, as it were?
2: So I would say there's a couple of ways that we are addressing that. One, uh, because our model involves schools bringing a team to to the training, um, which involves a building level leader, an instructional support person, and at least three teachers. That's the minimum size team that a school would bring to the table. Um, those folks are going back and getting this work started in their schools. Um, it also means that by the way we have designed the professional development. We are um, able to sort of leverage the power of what's happening in one school um, to help give information to another school. And so we're, we're really building on that network piece and, and building that capacity, not keeping all of the knowledge at the State Department of Education. It's really how are we helping schools realize what it is that they, they wanna do and working with them. Um, but for sure, part of that is you know, we, are, we anticipate continuing to grow. Um, That is just something we we kind of Mm -hmm. know is going to happen. Um,
1: I think one thing different from last last year when we talked mm -hmm. with you, it was just Stephanie and I. Right. We (laughs) now have uh, two personalized learning coaches in our office that support uh, different regions in the state. Mm -hmm. So so our office has doubled, which sounds really exciting. We're (laughs) in an office of two. We're now in office of four. Right. Uh, And we we anticipate. doubling again and so
2: adding two more folks so we we will continue to um, grow as the as the needs arise and um, we hope that again at some point that capacity within the state and the knowledge that we have in the schools and districts are going to be things that we can really tap into Mm -hmm. Um, and and you know there are some models around the country of really using that expertise and and having folks go to neighboring schools and neighboring districts so that it doesn't all have to come just from us and so we we anticipate being able to use some of that as well
1: and I think one other small piece in the way we have designed our PD this year we're trying to take advantage of not only face-to-face meetings but also virtual pieces that face-to-face is critical for the relationship building with our schools and districts mm-hmm. and their network building with each other but then we're also able to share information virtually um, in, in a number of different platforms which allows them not to have to travel and it's not quite as much time requirement. So sure. taking advantage of that mm-hmm. technology to su- support time and resources yeah. so
0: what does some of this PD look like for schools so where, where do you start with them since they're, they're clearly already interested so mm-hmm. you don't really have to convince them of anything right but where, what are some of the, the first couple of steps that you worked with with schools
2: so one of the things we do pretty quickly is uh, get them to give us some information and do some self-reflection um, because we know that schools are going to enter this work from multiple different avenues um, and we want to honor that so we do not have a, um, a step. Mm -hmm. linear approach to everybody starts here, and then you go here, and then you go here. It really is um, designing with them what's the best fit. So we have a multi-layered approach. Um, There are different levels um, at which they can enter the work depending on previous work or or what they've already done um, prior to engaging with us. But even within um, the levels that we have, what we try to do is really um, get that information in the self-reflection from the schools and in those cohorts, design in the cohorts for the needs of the participants. And okay. so, um, we it, again, some of it is um, we, we build in a lot of choice. Um, they get a chance to really work on a plan for themselves. And so um, we have some pieces that we, we absolutely have put in. For example, we, we tend to make sure that we're following the South Carolina framework for personalized learning that we developed. Yep. Those are so always sort of our big ideas. Sure. But what we're doing within that, we allow for a lot of customization Mm -hmm. based on what that cohort says that they're most interested in exploring and learning more about. And and sometimes within a cohort, there may be multiple kind of pathways through that. So really trying to practice what we preach um, and build out the learning in a way that can really meet the needs of of all of our learners, which in this case happen to be school teams. Right,
0: right. So I like the idea of, of building something around uh, like some core tenets that, that yes. you fully believe in, but then able to customize that mm-hmm. a little bit for what the needs are. Yeah. And I, I, you said that those are your learners, and I'm thinking yeah. about our, our little learners that we usually have in our schools. Yeah. The same type of thing, right? We have these targets that we, that we hold to, but how they approach it and how they show evidence, that that can be in different ways also. That's exactly so I right. like how you're showing that model uh, of good teaching not just to the kid learners, but the adult learners in the room also. Right,
1: absolutely. It's
2: something we've really tried to attend to um, and really name Um, in any of our face-to-face PD. We really try to say, we designed this this way on purpose. This is a practice right. or this is a right. strategy that you need. use. explicit about it, right? Yes, yeah. yeah, so,
1: absolutely. We, we, <laughs> we, have, we, we name strategies all the time for that very reason because yeah. sometimes people, our, our first year when we didn't name things, they walked away and said, but I need strategies. Yeah. And you know we, we modeled 10 strategies in every session we yeah. did. And so just take any time to name those and mm-hmm. say these are things that you can take back to mm-hmm. your to your PD, to your classroom, and let's pause and think about how you can shift that from yep. working with adult learners to working with students.
0: Agreed, right. agreed. So it, it seems like it's been very successful so far.
2: I, I would say two measures of success. Yeah. Well, one way that we know it's been successful is, so last year when we started, um, after our after every session, face-to-face session that we had, we had teams come to us and say, Okay, we know we had a, we had a team of three. Um, we have six more people we think need to come. Mm-hmm. And so what happened over the course of the year was the number of people, individuals, at the training grew because schools were saying, oh, but we need to have this person from our school sitting at the table with us and, mm-hmm. and being part of this learning and this planning. And so that was a real testament to not only did they come back, but they came back with additional colleagues. Uh, So we we felt like that was a a good indicator that they were getting something out of it. Um, And then this year we had teams saying, um, we wanna send another team this year. Maybe it's not the same team that went last year, but I wanna send kind of a a new group of folks to to do some learning, Um, or they're telling their neighbors and friends. And so that's been our our best way um, to to really spread this work across the state is them hearing from one another.
0: So it sounds like you've had, you have a lot of uh, good different do dos. Mm-hmm. So what are some of the don't dos that you found that that you've been able to reflect on and change for for you folks? That's something that really hasn't worked that that you've thought might but but isn't anymore, and and how have you changed that? Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's not all rainbows and unicorns. No, it's yeah. sure. So <laughs>
1: I I think one thing that we had learned just through past experience was trying not to be prescriptive Mm -hmm. walking in to this work, especially when you are working at a state level each of our communities Each of our districts Each of our schools are, are Have unique contexts And we knew we couldn't walk in and say This is the way that you personalize right. We talk a lot about scale and spread mm-hmm. Scale being the things That you're going to be true to No matter who you are and where you are And spread being the things That you're loose on That you have guardrails for But that different communities are going to have um, Flexibility and how they implement um, and, and again so we really knew you cannot tell everyone in South Carolina there's one way to implement personalized learning. Um, And so that's definitely a don't do, (laughs) (laughs) approaching (laughs) it that way. And we tried to model our PD, as Stephanie was describing earlier. Let us meet you where you are. Let us scale things like our statewide framework that talk about the key tenants, but give you the tools and resources to go back and and make it your own. Mm -hmm. I like that. Yeah, I would say the other
2: thing maybe is we might not have captured as much of it in that first year in real time um, as we would have liked to have so it was, we were really fortunate um, that we had um, a good partner in KnowledgeWorks who said hey let's let's make sure we're capturing some of this um, and so that would be something we ended up getting we ended up capturing it but i don't know that we had the foresight going in to say let's make sure we capture it um and in what ways are we going to capture Um, those learner the the reflections of the teams because that really is a powerful piece um, in being able to spread your message and communicate that is when educators hear directly from their peers what it is that they're learning and so you you want to upfront be able to use video use blogs use article I mean use lots of different things and really have those voices um and the images and you know use social media use lots of those things and make sure that you are um, getting that that message out there because that I think has been really powerful and I don't know that we initially attended to that as much as we probably should have Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'd say one other lesson learned it's not a don't do it's it's a it's a do do, which is um, uh, the networks that have been created through convening our our schools and districts um, were an unexpected byproduct of the work um, that we have now realized and tried to focus and hone in on intentionally um, as our schools and districts have come together they they have said express how they really enjoy and are learning a lot in the PD but they're also saying how much they're enjoying and learning from each other the teachers who say I rarely get out of my building much less my district and now i'm getting the chance to collaborate with teachers in districts across the state and we've stayed connected and we both teach you know ela at the high school level and we're sharing resources and i'm learning from her and she's learning from him and that has been incredibly powerful to make those connections um, across teachers across district level administrators and so as you move forward in this work, how you're purposeful about creating Mm -hmm. those networks so that um, it's not just about the work that's coming out of the State Department, but them learning from each other. Mm -hmm. Absolutely.
0: Lauren, Stephanie, thank you very much. It's been a great update.
1: Yeah, Thank you so much. Thanks for having (laughs) us back.
0: Absolutely. We'll have to talk again next year.
1: Sounds good.
0: Thank you.